Welcome to a very special. Welcome to a very special episode of the Retronama Pod. This one's special because if you listen to the previous episode, which why wouldn't you have? Because it seems weird that you would skip last week and then just go into the newest one, and you're just like, oh, well, I'll just listen to their newest one. No, you listen to the previous. You knew that we had a guest on, uh, my cousin uh, uh, Drew. And this is a special one because this one, we're just going to kind of interview him and, and uh, what he's all about, like talking collector stuff in this episode. And so just to kind of kick it off, this is just kind of a fun question that, you know, Toby and I have talked about. And we can even mention what we would choose in this. But uh, Drew, yes, if you want to say hi to the the I, we don't have a fan base what do we call our fans or i don't know bro we like got 43 that. listens dude we're the next fucking rogan all right all i'm hyped the the retroni retroni is dude did he say retros <laughs> i like that no straight up retros uh, retros <laughs> retros 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 <laughs> Yeah, so Drew's, Hi, everybody. <laughs> right on your forehead, though, or underneath your eyes, like, uh, oh, what's his bucket? Uh, okay, so to start it off, question I'm going to, this seems like a fun one. Uh, which Pokemon is your first pick out of those first original from Red and Blue? I have to say Charmander. Charmander. I, I think that's an easy, an easy out answer. He's a dragon, kind of. We d- we established this last week, I think. A- All right. He's a he doesn't have wings. <laughs> He's a fucking lizard. <laughs> He's not a fucking dragon. All right. You look at Dragonite. He's got wings. <laughs> fucking dragon. Fat one, but he's a dragon. He looks like the dragon that you would tra- you would chase if you were on heroin. <laughs> but isn't the uh, you know the evolved version of Mag- Magikarp? Uh, isn't that guy a dragon? What the hell is he called? Gyarados? Gyarados. Gyarados. Isn't he a big-ass no. dragon? See, no. He's a sea dragon! See? Right. <laughs> oh. It's a sea snake? Yeah. Well, the correct answer to that, though, is Squirtle, by the way. You guys are both wrong, so no. sorry. No, Charmander is okay. definitely the correct answer. That's the, do you want to win this game quickly, or do you want to, like, try hard for a he couple gems? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you just want to li- play a game like you live life. Just it's hard, okay? You make mistakes like taking fucking <laughs> Bulbasaur as your starter. Great. Yeah. So no, Charmander is the right pick, but I'm just gonna cheat. We're all gonna choose yellow. I want Pikachu. I want him to follow behind me. And no, I'm not gonna evolve him because we don't do that ever in this house choose bullshit. So do you remember when you started up the yellow version? Remember he was on a surfboard? He oh, just yeah. Gave him a surfboard? <laughs> <laughs> we ne- you He can't learn surf, right? Oh, like, remember you had to do a... I don't remember what you had to do. You had to do something where you had to learn it so you could get across the bay. Yeah, it was like... It was like Lapras. some weird thing yeah. that he had. Or star you. Sorry, you could surf, oddly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Charmander's the right pick. I'll give you that. So, Drew, kind of like me, 
is a retro game collector. And I don't know what's happening to Rick, but I'm pretty sure he's dying. Yeah, I'm, he's there. He's got some COVID stuff going on. Those are some symptoms. Did <laughs> somebody check his temperature? Get him the fuck out of this pod. Um, but yeah, Drew collects retro games, just like me. And uh, it started off, man. What got you into collecting? Um, I think it was just uh, the being younger and playing video games. It's kind of like a way of getting out of real life. And when you kind of get older, like you're like, oh fuck, I got bills. Yeah. Like, well, I got to find something, you know, keep me entertained. So I've always had a collection of video games, even when I was younger. That was going to be my next question. And then you know, like moving, you, kept... you kind of lose. Did you keep games from when you were a kid? Like, do you still have some of your original stuff? I have a few. Not, not what I used to. I wish I did. Yeah, you know, everything was boxed back when you were a little kid, and you're like, you know, I wish I had that box still. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, when you move and everything, you lose stuff or I'm just misplaced. For me, it was my 18 to 22 years. The first thing that got sacrificed was games, and like I regret a lot of those games. Right. Getting rid of a ton of those games. Um, that uh, damn. That sucks. It's kind of the same for me. Like I got into collecting a little as I got older, especially. But I think that just came with the fact that I had my own job and I could waste my money on my own things. You know, right? I don't have a lot of my. Everybody rituals. needs a hobby. Yeah. Mm, no, probably not. The Amish are probably. No, the Amish probably have. I don't. You know what? Scratch that. Yeah, it's, it's I'm not trying to candles. disrespect <laughs> the Amish. <laughs> candles, different different sets of candles. <laughs> uh so that kind of brings um, <laughs> it just on that note so we're talking about getting rid of games uh do you have games or even consoles in your collections that you got rid of in the past that you either haven't been able to replace or were harder to replace or that you just genuinely regret getting rid of i think the one system that i regret getting rid of my original N64. And you know, when it's your first N64, it's like, it's, you know, it's when you're a child, right? You're like, oh my God, an N64. Like, I have one. And you know, you when you get older, you're like, oh, this system came out. Well, if I trade it in, I can afford this one. Yes. You know, you're constantly trading in. That's, of course, that's a scam. <laughs> when you, now, my, you know, I wish I kept my original because it was my original. It was a day one. In '64, so it's like, wish I kept it. There's, there's a lot of memories. Yeah, with that console. So yeah, the hours one thing. Drew and I plugged is insane. Like there'd be times where you know he'd still be at school, and I'd know this, but I'd go over and, and over and knock on the door and be like, "Oh, is Drew home?" And of course, no. Can I go upstairs and just wait in his room, knowing full well that I'm going to go play <laughs> some Duke Nukem. Then Drew would get home and be like, you're here again? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The N64 for me is, you know, I'm sure the same as you. It's it's the biggest piece of nostalgia for for old video games that I have. You know, as far as it's really what turned me into a gamer is that that console. 
that's cool because like that sucks that's one thing you know we talk about like what we've gotten rid of but i still have my day one in 64 it's one of the only consoles that i have that i bought first i don't have any of the original box but cord great controller console all original from when i was a kid you know and nice it's if only you could have known if you could go back and tell your younger self and just be like, don't get rid of anything. Keep all the shit that Blockbuster has. All right. You're going to need that later. All right. And don't get oh, yeah. rid of anything. Don't crump, crump the boxes. Nothing. Like right. what you would give them to have those things. Back. Nintendo box, though. <laughs> Nintendo boxes, you look at them wrong and they fold in on themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> the, the cardboard box thing, you know. It it's was a bad right. choice by them to, to go that route. The only box that really like stood out was the Star Fox box because it was a big fan. and because it came with the Rumble Pack. The Rumble like, Pack. Look at that! Like my fucking controller shakes. Yeah, it you sit in your lap though. and forget that it rumbles. Roll, roll. Next thing you know, you're discovering stuff. Nice. Boom. Rumble Pack. The yeah. Star Fox. Rumble Pack, kids. The Star Fox big box is kind of wild, though. Like, I mean, you think about, like, there were controllers before that that just, they didn't do shit. You just press the buttons. That's all they did. In 64, it was like, we're going to give you this three dildo trident, and we're going to make it shake. <laughs> just fucking wildest dreams come true. That's Nintendo, though. They're, those guys don't sit on their laurels and put out the same system. Those guys are like, okay, we're going to do this weird thing. Okay, let's try this. Let's try this. And, you know, you got to dig Nintendo for the fact that, you know, they're not Sony, they're not Microsoft, but they're this company that just stays in their corner and they innovate and they do things that are a little outside the box. Look, right? Yes, they're definitely a little outside of the box. It's not PlayStation and Xbox's fault being like, hey, this controller is dope. We'll just keep it. Nintendo's like, fuck it. Watch. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not to say they don't have design errors, but they're willing to make the mistake. They're willing to go, okay, let's try just making a game system that's a handheld that's supposed to play, you know, that tablet. Yeah. They definitely recently I bought a new controller for my N64 called a Brawler controller. Uh, I fucking love that. Thing. You guys won't be able to see it on the audio, of course, but mine is right there. Um, amazing controllers. Like, if you... Uh, <laughs> they sell out so <laughs> no, fast. Frame. Look, if last but, yeah. week we talked about limited run stuff and how pissed off I get that shit sells out and there's not enough shit to buy those brawler controllers same thing they just come into stock and motherfuckers are like I'll take 30 like bitch there's only four ports on an N64 that's it and I'm not giving my friends that like when we're gonna play something special they're not getting the fucking cheater controller they're getting the goddamn shark pad 64 that like looks like a diamond. Yeah, you know? like that's what they're getting. <laughs> so, uh, the brawler controllers, though, I will agree. Those things 
well worth the money. I got this one as a Christmas present from uh, my stepbrother. And one of the best things. I don't even like playing with it. Because it's just like one of those things where I'm like, this just feels wrong. Like, I didn't have this. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Since if, we're talking about Nintendo. Oh, I just want to ask a quick question because we don't have it written down either. Do you have a guesstimate on how many games you have in the collection? In my complete video game collection or my N64 collection? No, no, no. In like your video game collection, like as a whole. I'm kind of curious on your N64 collection now, too. I have 2100 video game. Woo! 64 and 64 games. Okay, and there's what? 370 something? For the NA set for N64? What now? How many? Do you know how many for the full set for N64? It's like 370 something, right? 396. 296. 296. Hmm. 296. Look, don't fucking yeah. judge me. All right. Always <laughs> <laughs> uh, judge The fact that you got these numbers are insane to me. I had to go look it up just to confirm. And, you know, 296 is the number on N64 game. I'm just impressed that you guys knew that there was. I just thought video games were limitless on console. <laughs> well, that's low for a console release, actually. Like, if you look at, I think. NES yeah. is 700 something licensed. PS2 is yeah. over a thousand. Fuck, when you I start adding everything. like the Japanese. Oh like, God. Their library is huge. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things you, you know, you really want to have to go for a complete set. And luckily the only complete set that I ever want is the N64, which is less than 300 games. They have, they have some pricey games. In that collection. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's always the weird games. Like I have I have Super Bowling. Yeah. And that game's like four hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, well, and games are only going up right now, especially for the N sixty four. GameCube is going oh. insane right now. Um and it's just stupid games. Like half of them are just bad games. And they're just rarities. Oh. Or yeah. um you look at something like Clay Fighters. And it's like, oh, because it was Blockbuster. And, you know, in the last year, I think that game went from like 380 bucks to 650 bucks right now. You know, and it's. Yeah. It hurts. If you find a box. box, Oh, yeah. You buy a new car at this point. Like, you're just might as well just call (laughs) yourself balling. But sorry, Rick. I, anyways, I just wanted to get that out. I kind of wanted to know because I'm pushing a thousand. Oh, that was a great question. And uh, like, I feel like I don't have enough, but I also feel like I have a lot. Like when I say it out loud, it's a lot. So I now I'm chasing 2100. That's a lot of games. I think I have ten physical <laughs> copies of games. Oh, I've got 130 <laughs> on my Steam library. You know, like <sighs> we got games. I'm just talking physical. <laughs> Wait, yeah, are we talking about other okay, copies. Let's, no, we're not doing okay. it. We're not, we're not going down that rabbit hole because that'll no, no, no. twenty one hundred is a good. number that people be like, What are they doing with their money? <laughs> okay, so oh. since we're talking about N sixty four, what would you say your top three N sixty four games? Ones that either have fond memories or just you generally love that game. Um do you have a top three? Number one for me is Conquers. Conquers, bad okay. fur day. 
You know, that's not it, what it, I expected. Yeah, that you know, I've, <laughs> there's something about like I love squirrels. But that game is just it's just <laughs> solid for me. I love and you're, squirrels. You're drunk, horny squirrels. <laughs> I love squirrels. Oh, Why he not? Does, he does. Yo, Legit. I'm not mad at it. And Conquers is not a bad choice. I mean, it's a solid game. Oh yeah, you get to fight a mountain of poop <laughs> and a and a horny flower. Right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, dude, it's a mature rated Nintendo game. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. At that point, yeah. that was that was a lot. Felt like you were doing something dirty playing that <laughs> game because you know we were right at that age where we were aware enough of, of what things were and the innuendos that they were putting in there. So you're getting away with something by playing this cartoony M rated game. Speak for yourself, wow, bro. So I was good. like 10. Yeah, but then how do you feel like, yeah, that's the- <laughs> how do you feel like when you tell your parents, like, Oh, what is this? I don't know. It's got a cartoon character. It'll be fine. Why is it rated M? I don't it's know. It's a squirrel, mom. I, I, I didn't rate it. It's just a squirrel. <laughs> you run around and do stuff. He's having a bad day. It's a bad fur day. day. Um, so fur, like he's all ruffled up. See, <laughs> he's working eight-hour shifts. Watch this Matrix scene. Um, number two. Number two. Oh, oh yeah, dude, <laughs> that came so out of left field in that game. You're like, what? Yeah, this is great. Number two is going to have to be Duke Nukem sixty four. <laughs> oh yeah, I always love Duke Nukem. Like Duke Nukem for me, like that whole series, is just great. So I'm here to uh, when you're collecting chew bubble gum, and I'm all out, <laughs> yeah, and I'm um, all out of bubble gum. When you're collecting, um, especially like cartridge based games, do you go for CIB or? Uh, are cartridges good enough for the most part? Cartridges, cartridges are good enough for me. Like, yeah, it'd be I'm nice to have a complete way. inbox, but, but I can't oh, find it. That's what CIB stands for. I'm sitting over here like, and you know me, I didn't know what CIB meant. I thought that was some slang, and it is. Yeah, it's an Not acronym. It. Um, <laughs> but we talked about it in a couple episodes yeah, I, ago, and oh, I got man. a hell of a deal on it. You probably have. Completed. See that that cover art. Cover art. It's yeah, man. Like Mm. just again. I wish we did it live, but yeah, Duke Nukem is the epitome of an asshole. But goddamn it, he gets all the girls, so he's doing some right. Like such a macho, you know, dude fantasy where you're like playing this tough guy who who gets the chicks and all this, you know, like. Super over the top, eighties, nineties action oh, yeah. hero. You know, you get to play this guy, and then you get he, to go shoot pigs who are police too. <laughs> <laughs> he really is like an American Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really, yeah, that's that's who I think it's supposed to be based off. Honestly, right? yeah, yeah, just without I'd the put uh, Arnold in a game. <laughs> yeah, and without the Austrian accent, you know. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. How can we Americanize this guy? Make him American. Just have him talk down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, number three. 
I got GoldenEye, 007. GoldenEye. The death matches on that game, I think, were the best part of my childhood. With you and, you know, Chris, Chris and everybody and you, is. Yeah. Um, it was good times. I mean, that four-player yeah. action you could do was great, too. Even though if you're playing on a smaller TV, it was kind of a pain in the dick. Oh, bro. <laughs> you're just running slappers only the entire time. Like, just... You always had that one person that found the golden oh. gun, and you'd be like, what are you doing? And then they'd try <laughs> to shoot you, and they'd miss, and then they're screwed, because for whatever reason, it has a single one bullet in it. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> then you'd yeah. put in the cheap of the big head, so I used to see a big oh head running God. around. Yeah. That's what so, you golden That <laughs> 007... Yeah, anybody that's owned an N64, like if you didn't, if you didn't play Goldeneye, see, and this is where the debate comes in for the for that FPS on the N64 is a lot of people say Perfect Dark was a better game, and it's really kind of what you got first, I think. Right. You know, if you got Perfect Dark for Christmas instead of 007, your parents were fucking idiots. But if you got 007, <laughs> it was just the best fucking shooter. You know, especially for a multiplayer sense, that that game was. Oh, yeah, it's still an amazing game. Um, and then you know you're like really generic when when your parents got you Mission Impossible. Ugh. Like, oh, my parents got me Mission Impossible. Watch out! Like, <laughs> we still got double. It's a gross <laughs> all red box. It's a red label. That entire game was a travesty. Like it really was. Yeah. No, I'm good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a bad list because like i will honestly say that i've never had i i would never have conquers i think in my top three but like hearing someone else put it in theirs it's really tough for me to not have it because it makes a lot of sense to what that game was um oh. i'm a torok fan personally that was fun time too yeah when they when the Torok, death match in torque two yeah, two or two, which yeah, is probably two. the best death. Yeah, they had like the rainbow yeah. stage where it was like the carnival shit. Uh, yeah, it is still one of the. So I don't remember too many cheat codes anymore, but Torok Two and South Park for the N sixty four. Still to this day, I remember both of those cheat codes. Um, Torok Two was beware. Oblivion is at hand. And that was the God Mode cheat code. It would unlock all weapons, characters. Yeah. And then for South Park, it was Bluebird. Um, same thing. It would unlock all the characters. Because the South Park deathmatch was actually very good. Like, <laughs> if you've never played that, yeah. it's a very good, very good multiplayer deathmatch. Really well done. And I think that's because Matt and Trey are super like you know, when they do something, they really go all in. They don't, and they were like always hands on. This poor stuff. Yeah, they yeah. they really invested in the product they were putting out there. Even if you look at the current, like uh, new gen South Park games and Fractured Butthole and uh, Stick of Truth, like Stick of Truth, fantastic yeah. games, like fantastic games. They're like taking this genre game, throwing their characters in it, and making it something where it's like it makes sense in the world. Uh, sense in the realm of their world how this works it yeah i appreciate that when yeah writers put their mark yeah just good games you have a general, even talking about it it's just bring back 
all the best things Next. from being a kid. When you're trying to get the expansion pack, like, mom, I need the damn expansion pack. It is Make just it look as better. Expensive. Like right now, it's yeah. just as expensive as asking my mom for it in 1998. You know, like, right? what the fuck? <laughs> now your mom definitely won't get it for you. <laughs> yeah, it's the only Christmas present I get. <laughs> fuck. How much does set me back? <laughs> it was a mortgage payment. I'm sorry. Yeah, I needed to play Majora's Mask. (laughs) (laughs) Donkey Bandicoot needed it. Yeah, that uh, fucking expansion pack, dude. That's why you need to own a Fantastic one or a Donkey Kong Edition one. It just came with it. Um, so twenty one (laughs) hundred games in the collection. You're apparently an N sixty four fan, which uh makes me excited. But of everything in your collection, including consoles, other random paraphernalia you may have, what do you think is the most unique item you have in your collection? Maybe not worth the, mo- the most money by any way, shape, or form, but and maybe it is. The thing that I have that I've never seen anybody else have is I have Aliens 2 for the Famicom disk system. Okay. So this is an import. Um, Apparently, because we definitely did not get the Famicom here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have, so, <did laughs> does it, it play on have a fam- Famicom? I have a Famicom and I have the disc system. You Ooh. have the disc system. <clears throat> no kidding. So, I've never really gotten into uh, like import stuff. Like it, it does not. It does not give me any. I don't know what you want to call. It. I lost my train of thought. It's not joy. It doesn't. Yeah. Really. <laughs> uh, is it a good game? Yeah, and it it's a complete game. Like it's, it's completely like there's. I've gotten. I've beaten the game. Like it's not like a demo or anything. It's a complete game. So it's in that eight bit yeah. era. Is it? Huh. Is it just side scroll? Yeah, and it's on a floppy disk. Do you play as an alien? No, you play as Ripley. You get to use okay. the big. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. At the end, yes, like the big queen. Oh my god, that's so rad! Is it all in Japanese? No. Oh my. God. I mean, it's an American movie. It's a SquareSoft game. Um. So yeah. it's done by oh really? Big, yeah. It's it's developed and published by SquareSoft. So. Yeah, you play okay, as so Ripley. From, holy crap! Um, but I have never, cool. seen, I've never seen another one. Yeah, I've never I've even heard of it. Man, cool. Huh. Aliens Two, the Famicom disc system is not what I expected you to say. The, honestly, like yeah. it's a never. I yeah, I've, cool. <laughs> I fucking have no idea. A complete inbox Jack Bros for the Virtual Boy. Right? For the Virtual Boy. I saw the pictures of that and I knew I was out of my league. Like once I saw the Virtual Boy stuff, I was like, oh well uh, I'm I'm getting there. Alright, we're ca-. but I'm again one game I have a complete virtual boy collection. You have a complete virtual boy collection. 
almost. almost. I'm missing almost. one game. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Even steal. Fucking one game away from a. Okay. Anyway. But perfect. Well, why are we talking about N64? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? What the fuck? Thanks. Um, <laughs> one one game off. There was what twenty something for the virtual, the virtual board? board yeah 13 13 i think there's only there's only 13 us releases oh maybe i was hearing then i think there's comboed 13 what's the best 14 board released board? in north america 19 damn i'd have to say the wario game yeah wario wario right? game was i'm making myself look foolish uh not wario's woods that was the super nintendo one uh, war, uh, Wario World. Wario World. Yeah, Woods was the Super Nintendo. That's kind of wild, though. Assumably, have a Virtual Boy too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. I have. <laughs> Not just the games, you know. I like Look, that. dude. And I mean, I got it. I got it from Japan for like dirt cheap. No kidding. Yeah. In the box. Yeah, no, I wish. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I was just gonna shit myself and quit right now. Like, <laughs> like mint inbox. Yeah, well, I got it right. Box. Got it like right during the beginning of COVID. Like the guy emailed me. He's like, "Well, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to ship it out because now there's closing down. You know, the borders and everything. Yeah, everything's strict." I was like, "You know, whatever. You know, just if you can send it out, that's great. If not, you know, I, I don't mind waiting six months for it or whatever. You know. Yeah. If I it's bought it, and it's on the way." It's one of the systems like you hardly ever see in the wild. Never. So, I, the next day after I bought it, I walked in his already in Colorado. Like he's in oh. a DHL. Like he's just like, get this the fuck out of here. <laughs> Truly, he's got to be there tomorrow. That's- so it was nice, like opening up the door and like, wait a minute, it's here. Like I just bought it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's crazy, actually. Huh. Virtual Boy, again. Famicom Disk System and Virtual Boy stuff. A way out of my league of expertise. For sure. So leading into the next question, how do you, like, I mean, given you've got a lot of games now, but, like, how do you usually find games in your collection? Are you to a point where you're just buying what you want? Or are you still, like, going out into the wild and hunting for stuff. I'm always in the wild hunting. Yeah. Like thrift stores, on shops. That's how I am. Like it, that's the thrill of it anymore. A hundred percent. Just to go out and find those with people how they are now. Like you go into eBay and people are like selling shit for stupid prices. And you're like, maybe I maybe I'll find it at the thrift store. Then you're lucky enough to find it at the thrift store for three ninety nine instead of the Fifty dollars that the people are selling it for. So, yeah, it's a toss up. You can you still find thrift, stuff. The thrift store that you more obsessed with. I'm Ark. 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 I said yeah. the same thing. They're they're the only ones that don't fuck you. And that's what I was gonna say. Like thrift oh. stores are now starting to look up eBay prices and shit on video games. Goodwills. Yeah, Goodwills don't even put stuff on the floor anymore. It goes straight to their eBay site. Oh, and it sucks. Yeah, it's horrible. 
you find something and there's like 27 bids for it and you're like, okay, well, that's out of my league. I can't. Yeah. There's no way I can compete with it. Yeah, it's it's a real bummer, especially like people are starting to like catch on. But then you have stuff like, you know, WADA and people grading their games that are really, you know, fluctuating the prices on the market because now they're seeing that like a sealed graded nine copy of Zelda sold for thirty thousand dollars, which means that their copy of Zelda without the box or sealed or graded is worth two thousand dollars. And they're trying to put it up for that. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just ruining the market. It's a real bummer. So funny funny, funny story about that is I went to Goodwill three weeks ago and sometimes they keep you know what they think are like gym games in their case. Yep. I went and I saw an NES game. I couldn't see the label on the the binding label. It's ripped off. So I was like, "All right, well, maybe it's something good. Maybe it's like Contra or something." Yeah. Like waving down this lady, I'm like, "I'm here." And I was like, "I need to look at this." And like, she's like slowly wandering over. <laughs> I don't. Have she pulls key. it out, and it's, it's Super Mario and <laughs> Duck Hunt. They're asking fifty nine dollars for. It. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. And the labels damage. How much? Like you could for how much you sound it for? I could buy like twenty copies of this game. (laughs) I could buy a sealed copy. You know, I could at least buy a complete copy. Oh yeah. And she's like, "Oh, it's rare." Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You are sitting there like, "No, it's not, madam." I set my copy on these. (laughs) <laughs> my yeah. coasters <laughs> pretty sure so, I shit on one of these yeah, yeah. Totally- I'm throwing them up for skeet shooting them with shotguns you know <laughs> uh, so opposite of that what's the best thing that you found on the wild either at thrift store pawn shop flea market this was probably three years ago I found an Atari Lynx Ooh. And it was working Five ninety, yeah, five ninety nine. Ooh, that yeah, uh, six yeah, that's a steal. It's it an original links, so we could switch it upside down, so it could be for left handed or right handed. No kidding, I didn't Ooh. realize that. Yeah, so the original links, like it was for like, let's say if you're like a right handed person, you could switch it where the joystick was on the right side and the buttons were on the left side. No kidding. You could just yeah, it was Atari. I guess did it right with that console. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> well, never played one. Like if you're left-handed or right-handed, no matter how you're trying to play, sure, it's more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. it That's worked. Brilliant. I was like, all right, huh? It had a game in. Uh, I was like, I I can't complain. Yeah, that's a wow. Again, something I didn't, I never played. Okay, well, let's, uh, how how about this one? If you had your own game company, what kind of games would you make? Okay. And, uh, and, or would you, what would you try to innovate in the game system? I want, I try to make a real life survival horror game. How so? I'd want to like I'd want a VR type of game. It's really intense though. 
like a super yeah, just involved. We're, we're, you know, when you think survival horror, like it's more of you running away or, you know, or you're the hunter killer and you're, you know, you're going after the person. I wanted where, you know, you're the person getting chased, but I want it like intense. It had to be VR, like only VR. So, only VR. Okay. You get that, so you get that real life. Ugh, that makes my I'm heart die right now, bro. <laughs> Did you, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, like, I, I, I want to make it where you feel like play around with the sounds yeah, and, and your surroundings or watch their folks. Not familiar enough with VR, but do they have like accessories to VR or like? You know the Rumble Pack to the N64, where like there's a vest or gloves or something you can buy that gives you the sensation of rumble in your chest. Not or that I that know kind of stuff. No, That'd be the like PlayStation VR. Exactly. I, you know. I know they're talking about stuff like that, but I yeah, I just don't know if it's like feasibly possible considering what it would cost to make and sell versus what people would buy. Right. Um, I know the PS5 stuff's supposed to be like somewhat haptic on the controller. Um, with some of the stuff that they're doing, but as far as like a full body suit, I remember when they were talking about the Omni, the like treadmill thing that you could run on, um, and that was supposed mm-hmm. to be a big deal, and even that kind of just sputtered out. It's just the cop, yeah. right? Like to try to make that a mass production in a point where it's not so damned expensive. Any Joe Schmo could go out for Christmas season and be like, you know what, we're gonna VR it up. I'm gonna drop. What a thousand bucks? Let's say low end thousand dollars. Let's call that reasonable for a full head to toe VR experience. Like that, that just doesn't seem feasible yet. So like a wet but suit. we might get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I that's think we'll image. get there. I really do. I think we'll have pods. It'll be some Ready Player One type shit at some point. Like yes. we'll get there, especially like, considering how the world looks. Drop, Go ahead. When they dropped the trailer for. I think it was the PS2 when the PS2 first came out. The kid was holding the ball. Mm. Remember, he threw it up. It cracks it open. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, was yeah. part of the game. And it goes into his system. Do you remember this? No, I don't. I mean, it was a commercial for it. It was super like, this is your gaming experience. And this dude's holding the blue orb yeah, or something. Or and he cracks it open. And it, and it almost like he ingests it. And it like, ooh, and then you get to see all these new games and stuff. It makes it seem like, oh, we're You're going part into of it. You are in it, man. Here's the, yeah. I remember the that. Graphics course. That's are just so crazy. Trailers. Huh. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. I'm going to go watch all the fucking all PlayStation horror. 2 commercials. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rabbit hole yourself until you find that one where it's similar to what we were talking about, but something. Why survival horror? Because I feel like because that's all me. Like, I love, you know, horror movies. I love the thrill. You know, I've worked in haunted houses. So, of course, that kind of, like, beat the thrill for me of not being scared as much with, you know, haunted house movies. Yeah. It resonates with a game. Where, oh, yeah. Yeah. Or where if you come out with a game that's so fucking intense, it might bring something back for those people that want that thrill again. That's worked in haunted houses or you know loves movies. People who are numb to the to the scaring, being scared, experience something to help like 
Oh, here's the next one. Yeah, boost it up a little bit. It makes sense. I want to feel like I'm going to get murdered, but I'm in my own house. Not a, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go work my eight hour shift afterwards. Like. Yeah, no. So, with that being said, if you had to choose any weapon in a survival horror scenario, what'd you go with? Any weapon? I want the I want like the blade sword thing from Silent Hill, that pyramid head head. Okay. That thing. <laughs> I mean, do you become do you get imbued with the power of pyramid head? Even better, you just drag okay it behind you that, ominously. Like, like I no shit. Because I'm not swinging that thing. She's a big motherfucker. I love pyramid. Yeah, that's not a, that's not that's not terrified. a bad choice actually. <laughs> You're murdering most things just, with that sword. I'm just over here like I'll take a crowbar, and he's over here. Oh yeah. Totally pyramid head sword. Like, like I guess it'd uh, be like a claymore, right? Like big enough for you. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Huh. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was going to be a lot more basic of an answer. I like that answer so much more. <laughs> it's so specific and nice. Ties yeah. Everything in, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. um in your years of playing games and buying them and the search and all that, do you have one particular video game memory that really just, no matter what happens through life, is always one that you can go back to and, and pull upon? That's like, whatever, may, maybe it's playing a game, maybe it's buying a game, maybe it's some significance to it. Do you have a memory that really sticks out? I'd probably say when we were all younger and we'd play games together. Yeah. Because we always lived with each other, and for a good jeez, a good portion of my life, you know, I lived with them, with Rick and Chris and everybody. I think it's just when you have a new game and you have, you know, when you have the N sixty four and you have four controllers, like okay, let's play fucking Mario Party. Yeah, you know, it, it, it or just, Mario Kart, or, or, yeah. or the WWE wrestling stuff, oh, the, <sighs> Royal WWC or WCW. Vastly yeah. superior games than WWF. Oh yeah, or WrestleMania you know, 2000 Bros. was the only passable one. I think yeah. it was made by Acclaim, right? Yeah, Acclaim. Yeah. Is that where they have the powers where you could like be the taker and he'd shoot like bats? No, that at was that was in your house. I love that one. In I think. Your or WrestleMania. In your- <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback right, right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can but respect that. that. Was it? family yeah i mean Even like during like christmas christmas eve that we would open that one gift and usually it's a video game instead of you know going to bed like your parents would be like oh you know go to bed so santa claus will come and do all this you'd have us up until five in the morning <laughs> until it's time to open up the rest of the gifts and your parents were just getting shit faced drunk <laughs> you know? yeah wrapping the final presents <laughs> <laughs> while yeah, we're in the other room playing one we get to open on Christmas Eve there is something about I'll, that because like, even for me growing up like I have an older brother and he's nine years older than I am so it was like quite the age range gap but there was always a common ground when it came to playing video games whether it was like Sega or when we got our N64 or even with our PS2 it was something that we always did and especially on days like holidays where it was like, oh, everyone's over at the house anyway. You know, 
I still, to this day, as a 30-year-old man, haven't beat my 40-year-old brother at NHL 95. <laughs> and it's it's been 25 fucking years. All right? And still that game right, gets no to get thrown down. You know? And there's just something about that. God damn, I love video yeah. games. Um, and something that you can't can't take away from somebody's video games. Like, no matter who you are, how old you are, if you played video games, there's always that one moment in your life where, you know, we're talking about that you always remember. Maybe playing with your loved ones or, you know, friends, family. You still remember that one part of gaming that still makes you happy. You know, you're yeah. like a business manager or a GM or something. If you played a video game, there's always that one game that you'll always remember. Yeah, someone's got how old Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I still have friends that don't play video games now, but if you put, you know, a link to the past in front of them, they could run through the first two dungeons just by sheer memory. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. Right. There's something about video <laughs> games, man. Even to this day, you know, like I said, being as old as I am, I just feel like I should have fallen out of it at this point. And you know, I still play current stuff, and at the end of the day, I can still go back and play, you know, a Conker's Bad Fur Day, and still look at it and be like, you know what, this game still kicks ass. Like this is still oh, yeah. fun to play through, you know. And it's some Super Mario, yeah, or any of the Super Marios. You put Super oh, yeah. Mario World in front of someone, that game still holds up. It's a good game. Yeah. Well. Drew, I want to thank That's you great. for, first of all, being our first guest ever on a podcast mm-hmm. and yeah. to be able to do the interview thing. So this was fantastic. Um, I was looking forward. I, like, since we first kind of introduced it to you or, or asked you to do it, I've been so excited to get you on it because you have such a good knowledge of video games and deep cuts and and you know the lingo and all that like you're a legit video game collector you're not just some dude who's like you yeah, got golden eye you know or whatever like <laughs> you know it you know like it's impressive it's impressive it's exciting yeah. to have my you know my 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 family on as the first guest is you know makes me super happy as well and i have a feeling i'm gonna be talking to you a lot more often so oh, yeah don't sure. don't be surprised if I call you in the middle of a podcast and be like, "Yo, what the fuck is yeah. this?" Like, I something. Give me something. Some uh, random hey, trivia that, that I we'll don't mind. <laughs> but again, we just want to say thanks. It was a pleasure having you on, and I've got one more question that we're going to end this podcast on. And if you could choose any video game weapon. From any generation, any console, any game, what would you choose? F one, yeah, probably the Silent Hill sword. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is the, just like, a beast. Duke Nukem, you know the the BFG dude. Like, oh yeah, well, that's cool, but like, you're carrying around a big ass like knife. <laughs> There's something <laughs> intimate about sword. Where you're looking that person in the eye and going, you're about to die with this big ass sword that's the size of a small bill. <laughs> I will cut you. <laughs> it's okay. That's what's gonna happen. You mean to pull it, but I'll get it around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me a second. I'm gonna have to 
Tasmanian devil spin, <laughs> you know, and just please step into it once I've got my mo- my momentum built. Yeah, no. Right. You come a little closer, please. You're not far. You're not close enough. You're not close enough. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really walk and swing at the same time. <laughs> it's just kind of pulling just me want where to we go. Just, just come closer. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, I think we're going to leave you guys. Drew, again, thank you. Um, you guys can always find me on Instagram at RetroNamaPodcast. Uh, at Retro Nama Pod and Twitch TV slash Toby Tope. And uh, catch me on all the social medias under Serial Kilter. And uh, yeah, thanks for being on. And man, this has been a truly special uh, episode. I want to do Thank more you of for these. Having me. So, <laughs> on that note, thanks for joining us. We will see you guys next week on the Retro Namapod. <laughs>